0: listening to Off Limits, liberal, irreverent, oh, and really, really gay. Be sure to check us out on OffLimitsShow.com, on iTunes, and on Spreaker.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Gay Mass. Tonight, we're doing um, a show about gay clones. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Pardon me. <laughs> we're doing a show tonight about gay clones. So um, it's definitely a show you might want to listen to because I was thinking the other day about couples gay couples specifically and how we tend to marry and pair up and date people exactly like ourselves now in my case obviously that's a little difficult <laughs> because I'm not um any particular archetype in terms of um the way I look or the way I um like what category I might fit into or whatever. So it's a little different with me, um, because whatever I date could possibly be something similar, but we can talk about what I mean by that. But first, let's just talk about the fact that there are what I call gay clones. Now, what is a gay clone? Well, a gay clone is someone who ends up dating somebody that's just like them. They may look just like them physically. They may actually dress a lot like them, have the same uh, mannerisms, have the same general uh, looks about them, meaning like maybe the same eye color, maybe they're blonde hair, blue eye. one of them, the other one's blonde hair, blue eyed. They're both thin. They both like to wear polo. <laughs> they both like to uh, um, <clears throat> do the same things, go to the same places, whatever. And so I was wondering why is it we have all these gay men dating themselves, essentially, when there is a whole plethora of people out there? And, and what is it like psychologically that makes them want to date each other? Um, so I think it's about, um, what happens to us as we, you know, become gay. And for me, I, have never dated someone that I would say is a clone of myself or very similar to me in any way. I usually don't go for people who are like myself. I go for people who are different than me because it's more interesting. And I mean, I always wonder why anybody would want to marry someone who was just like them anyway. It would seem like it would be very boring to me <clears throat> in my, my case, for example, my husband and I are complete opposites in many, many ways. Um, physically, we're different. He's light hair, blue eyed, <clears throat> and I'm dark hair, uh, olive complexion, and green eyed. Um, and he's very introverted and very um, unemotional. I'm very emotional. <laughs> and so, and I'm very, um, for the most part, gregarious and outgoing. I have my introverted moments, but um, generally, I'm outgoing. So it's, um, you know, we're very different in a lot of ways, but at our core, we're the same person, meaning we have the same values. We want the same things for the most part, you know, like we want the same type of life with each other. I'm far more fastidious and far more picky and far more, um, (laughs) far more into design culture, things like that. He's very simple down to earth and just very, um, I don't know, just, salt to the earth kind of a guy. So we are different. And so when people who date each other are so similar, like uh, two gay guys, for example, um, they are um, oftentimes, uh, like I said, they can be dressed the same way or look the same way physically. Um, and so I've known so many gay guys who date themselves, and so to me it's creepy, because it's like, you either want to date yourself because you're in love with yourself, it's narcissistic, or, and you think you're perfect, and that's perfection in your mind, you yourself are perfection, or you have only one limited view, or scope of view of what is considered to be attractive to you. And I think this is part of the problem, because a lot of people, gay people, gay guys, Will limit themselves to someone who looks just like them, or is just like them in some way physically, or whatever—same, same race, same looks, same background, same thoughts, patterns, and processes, same everything, same belief system. Da, 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 you know. So, um, and the problem with that is, is that you don't grow from that. I don't see how anybody can be in a relationship with themselves and grow. And the point of a relationship is to grow emotionally, in my opinion. Is to grow, and if you don't, if you're with someone who's just like you, and thinks the same way, and wants to do the same thing all the time, <clears throat> and there's no disparity between you, I don't understand how you can really learn from that. Whereas, if you are in a relationship with someone who's actually uh, very different than you. It allows you to um, find common ground. It allows you to learn, learn to negotiate. It learn uh, you. It teaches you. Excuse me. teaches you how to learn to um, be a better person and evolve as an individual and grow in a relationship to compromise and to trust and to, you know all that, those kinds of things. So um, it's really to me it's weird. But anyway, I found this this short. This is one is short actually. Article about this topic and it says why do so many of us gays date our clones excuse me i just ate i know i shouldn't before i came on the air but i did <clears throat> so i'm sorry hold on sorry this microphone's way too sensitive anyway if you have ever taken a walk down santa monica boulevard in west hollywood boys town boys towns north halstead street in chicago or even uh Gran villa in madrid you've likely seen it the attack of the clones and I'm not talking about some gamers going crazy over the latest George Lucas screening. <clears throat> we have all seen our share of guys in the gay world who cross a seemingly incestuous line between looking so similar they could be brothers and boyfriends. Whether it is some Jim Bunny who is dating another protein-obsessed jock, a hipster, with another skinny, jeans-wearing, glass, glasses-clad ironist, or a twink who is dating another boyishly good-looking guy... There are lots of guys who tend to date what seems like a mirror image of themselves. <clears throat> and that was that is not to disparage any of the aforementioned groups. However, it leads one to question, why is this such a phenomenon among gay men? The answer, I believe, lies deep in the struggle of coming out. While growing up, many of us, especially those of us from small towns, tried fitting into straight to, to a straight paradigm. We grew up with our straight friends, assuming we would grow up, fall in love with a woman, get married, and procreate. For this reason some of us around puberty had a hard time reconciling what was hardwired in our brain and what our genitalia was telling us because in all other aspects we are just like our straight counterparts. I can recall the exact moment in my middle school years when I tried to reconcile these two aspects of my life. At the time I most certainly had a crush on this one guy named Kyle who I swam with on my year-round club team. I would even I was I would often I <clears throat> have to avert my stares at him when he looked my way, embarrassed that he, had, I had just caught a glance of his muscly features in a Speedo. Yet, at an awkward teenage party, the kind that only acne and newfound hormones could create, I saw all my friends falling in love with girls. It suddenly hit me that I had never felt about a girl in that way. Feeling left out, I decided that I needed a girl crush. So I looked over at my nearby friend's newly developed boobs and decided I would head over. I was head over heels for her. After all, that was what I supposed to find attractive, right? Naturally, I was lying to myself due to social pressures, and this is a common occurrence in the gay world. There is a reason that the term gold star gay, a man whom has never slept with a woman, which would be me, by the way, exists. We all take our own path to realize that when it comes to sexuality, we are different. And for some of us, it takes relationships with a girl. But when we get out of the straight paradigm, most gay men seem to seek perfection in a relationship. After finding out how much easier and natural same-sex relationships are for us, some of us raise our standards so incredibly high that only a clone of ourselves will do. Yet this unfortunately can and often does invite a variety of problems. Above the tendency to serial date The search for perfection causes a social strata among gay men, starting with the infamous masculine for masculine category on dating sites. Wanting only a, quote, real man, this guy goes out of his way to act, quote, straighter than straight men and date only those who are the same. He forgets, of course, that straight men want a vagina and not his penis. Then there are the racially motivated messages on dating profiles and hookup sites such as no Asians or no black guys, etc., wanting only to date a guy of a particular race most likely most likely his own this man swears he is not racist but rather that his skin color is a preference just like one's personality or astrological sign last but not least there is the message that says no fats While it is understandable that this guy may be simply concerned that a potential partner could die off of a heart attack at age 40, that is probably not his motivation. A guy with a healthy body image who has a little bit of pud disgusts him as he seeks only a man with the abs of a go-go dancer and the arms of a construction worker or lumberjack. Of course, many believe that these three examples are really just preferences and not problematic. After all, gay clone couples show the happiness and fulfillment of standards, right? I choose to respectfully disagree. Rejecting anyone who is not Prince Charming riding down Santa Monica Boulevard, you're rejecting reality for a fairy tale. Enjoy a man who is exactly like you or a man who is your polar opposite, but always acknowledge that no man or relationship is perfect. So that's written by Ryan Thomas, um, and that was in The Advocate a while back. And so um, I agree with a lot of what he had to say because, look – God, I wish my fucking microphone had a mute button on it. Anyway, (laughs) I agree. (coughs) Sorry. With a lot of what he had to say. Because um, a lot of gay men, all they really look for is perfection. And I think that that happens because as we're growing up, and he touched on that a little bit. As we're growing up, we ourselves, I think, and a lot of gay men are like this, are overachievers, and we want to be the best at whatever it is we do to compensate for what we deem as a shortcoming in our parents' eyes, family, friends, whatever's eyes, and so that somehow we'll compensate for the fact that we're gay or not good enough or whatever. So I think a lot of gay guys go through this and actually do um, try to compensate for it by being as perfect as possible. So that, of course you know, um, goes over into their, um, (laughs) sorry, I just saw the chat room that of course goes over into their personal lives and the relationships when they are looking for a partner or a man or whatever, they are actually looking for someone that is going to be deemed perfect or perfection by other people. So they've perfected themselves as much as possible. I'm sorry. And, um, They perfected themselves as much as possible, and so looking for someone just as good. And so a lot of guys that they find are not good enough, not because they necessarily wouldn't necessarily be interested in that person if they took the time to get to know them or look at them or whatever, but because other people are going to deem them as not good enough for them. And therefore, they would see that as themselves being not good enough. And so, to me, it's a vicious cycle. And I think I know a lot of gay men are like this. And I know when I was young, very, very young, like I was 18, 19, 20, <clears throat> the guys I picked or I dated were um, usually extremely gorgeous men. And I only dated guys like that because I was I was insecure about things for the same reason. <clears throat> and so as I got older, I got more mature and stopped looking at that as the only reason to date people. And I think that happens to a lot of people in their 20s, early 20s, and teen years, because um, for the same reason, whether you're straight or gay. But regardless, um, so they end up picking people who are just like them and are a mirror image of themselves because they can be accepted by their family, friends and colleagues or whatever. Now, when it comes to these guys on dating sites or whatever, putting no fats, no fems, masculine only whatever you know a lot of that is homophobia or internalized homophobia i think in terms of their own issues they have about themselves obviously if it's for the same reasons they don't want um they don't want fat people and they don't want effeminate people because they're both deemed not good enough and unfortunately a lot of them will not date black men even if they're attracted to them because they're deemed not good enough. And which is ridiculous, but that's how a lot of them see it, especially the, you know, Caucasian society. So that's also a lot of reasons why a lot of gay men won't date people of another race for the same reason. So you have all these misdirected, misplaced ideas and ideals of what it means to be perfect. And you know, obviously, no one is perfect, nothing is perfection, and nothing ever will be. But until people get out of this mindset, these gay guys get out of this mindset of dating someone who's just like them and nothing else, nothing outside of this mold that they've created in their mind, which mirrors themselves, um, that is perfection, they're never going to be happy. <clears throat> and I have plenty of friends online and off who have very strict standards and there's nothing wrong with high standards but I think when you come to the point where your standards are preventing you from finding happiness because your standards are impossible to meet then that is um, that is your own downfall and I've got I've had so many gay friends like who've done that and I've introduced them to friends who were who were gay and they were extremely um, like nice looking and good personalities intelligent had a great job whatever they had everything going on for them and they wouldn't date them because they weren't they weren't six foot two or above, or they weren't blonde, or they weren't they weren't black, or they weren't Hispanic, or whatever they weren't Asian. I mean, it was always something like that. So to have these really overly really rigid view, uh, you know, views of what you deserve and what you should have is really holding people back, especially in the gay community. So. Anyway, I want to say that about that. I'm going to come back right after this, and we're going to talk about some gay news uh, here on Brain Purge. If you want to call in, the number is two one four three seven seven zero four eight one. You can also call in using Skype if you if you prefer um, to call in. And also be sure to check out the crew show uh, tomorrow night. We're doing a live crew show again. <clears throat> Excuse me, on uh, the cruise show dot net. You can go there and you can actually listen to um, you can listen to um, uh, the show live, and you can chat in the chat room if you'd like to, or you can listen on Spreaker.com, of course, as well, or of course, iTunes if you're not around to listen to it live. So I'll be right back after this. It's, that was Lisa Stansfield with "What Did I Do to You," good song from the '90s, of course. So uh, we're back, <clears throat> and so there's several things happening in the gay news today. Um, there's 77 countries now because today India's Supreme Court decided that it is now illegal to be gay. <clears throat> Pardon me. It's illegal to be gay in 77 countries now because India has added onto the mix now. He, he, this is the list of countries I'm going to go through really quick that it is illegal to be gay: <laughs> Afghanistan, Algeria, Angola, Antigua and Barbuda, um, Bangladesh, Barbados, Barb- Barbados, sorry, Belize, Bhutan, Botswana, Brunei. Burdurni, wherever that is, Cameroon, Camaros, Dominica, Egypt, Eritrea, Ethiopia, Gambia, Ghana, Grenada, Ghana, uh, Guyana, India, Iran, Jamaica, Kenya, Kiribati, Kuwait, Lebanon, Liberia, Ly- Libya, <laughs> um, Malawi, Malaysia, Maldives, Mauritania, Mauritius, I haven't heard half of these countries, Morocco, Mozambique, uh, Myanmar, Namib- 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 Nam- 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 Namibia, I don't know how to say that, Namibia, Namibia, Nauru, Nigeria, Oman, Pakistan, Palau, Papua New Guinea, Qatar, Samoa, Sao, Tome and Principe, Saudi Arabia, Senegal, Seychelles, Sierra Leone, Singapore, Solomon Islands, Somalia, South Sudan, Sri Lanka, uh, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Lucia, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Sudan, Swaziland, Syria, Tanzania, um, Toga, Tonga, Trinidad and Tobago, Tunisia, Turkmenistan, Tuvalu, Uganda, United Arab Emirates, uh, Uzbekistan, Yemen, Zambia, and Zimbabwe god that's a lot so there are those 77 countries where it is now illegal to be gay it's illegal to have sex as well and the penalty for any kind of homosexual act is death in afghanistan iran libya maldives uh northern nigeria saudi arabia and parts of Sol- Solomon so <coughs> maliland sorry sudan and yemen and uh most of these is because most of these places have uh, have um Religious law or Sharia law. So that's the reason. So it's really frightening that you can go to 77 countries around this world and and you'd be murdered or, or killed by the government that runs the place because you're gay. If you just look gay or you hold hands with your partner or husband or you seem gay, or you dress gay or whatever, then it's illegal. Now, fortunately, Russia is not on that list that I saw. Um, I don't think I said Russia. Let me see. Um, Because they uh, have really anti-gay laws there, but I don't think it's necessarily illegal to be gay. I think it's just illegal to promote gay agenda or any kind of gay positive message or some shit like that. So... Be sure you don't go to any of those countries, <laughs> and uh, not like any of those countries are any fun. By the way, how fun can a country be if it doesn't have gay people in it, or gay people are not invited there? Come on. I mean, gay people are caterers and designers and hairdressers and fashion designers. I mean, come on. how, how not? Architects. I mean, we're everything, especially in the arts. So why would you want to go to a country that doesn't promote or like gay people anyway? You know, I mean, come on, really? So, <laughs> um, I would want to go to those countries anyway. They seem like horrible places to live. So fuck those people. Um, hold on. I'm reading something off of my, um, Facebook. Um, Kim Bogle asks, did you watch the whole thing? Tina Turner chanting. Um, are you talking about the CNN? If he's watching about, I don't know if he's not listening or not, but if he's talking about the CNN thing, I haven't watched it yet because I didn't see it till after I started the show, but I'll watch it after the show for sure. I just put like because I like Tina Turner. Um, and so, no, I haven't watched it yet. Speaking of fabulous black women, tonight I watched uh, one of my favorite shows, which is called Coven, which I'm sure many of you who listen to the show watch or have watched before. If you don't, you're missing out. It's an amazingly good show. Um, but... Apparently, and this is a spoiler alert, so you want to skip over this part if you don't want to know what happens on the episode that aired on Wednesday, uh, the 11th. <laughs> um, so apparently Queenie is dead. Um, of course, you know, so is Madison. And now, uh, Chris Madison came back from the dead. So I'm pretty sure they'll probably bring Queenie back as well. I don't know, but she shot her own brains out. You'll see why in the show. But um, to, to actually save Angela Bassett's character. Um, but that show, it, it, you know, it's, gets it's so good. And so tonight's episode, apparently, um, I can't remember the character's name. There the red hair. Is it Myrna or something like that? She is fucked in the head. She's crazy. Even though she didn't actually do kill Madison, and Fiona kind of framed her for doing it or whatever. She um, she's nuts and she's really crazy. And apparently she's trying to take over the coven and she killed uh, the entire panel and she chopped them into pieces and boiled their bodies in acid. I mean, come on. So I think it's really frightening, but um, I think that... uh, And so what's her face? Cordelia got her eyesight back. And um, Missy, I think her name's Missy. Misty. Misty, which is the swamp witch, you know, lady that loves Nikki. Um, What's her face? Um, What's her name? Oh my God. What's wrong with me? Footwood Mac. Um, oh my god, Stevie Nicks, thank you. I couldn't remember her name, so love Stevie Nicks so much. So, um, apparently she is learning and her powers are expanding, or whatever. She's being taught incantations now, and so that show's getting a lot better. But anyway, I digressed as usual. So, anyway, more back to the more gay news, uh, in gay news, uh, right now. There's also in Australia, uh, the high court in Australia killed same sex marriage, it actually had been. Um there had been a um been up for being elected into law or made in law that, that gay people could get elected. I mean, get married there. And uh actually unanimous decision struck it down today that they could no longer get married in Australia. So we're a little farther ahead than Australia, so that's good. I mean, come on, we could be a lot worse. Um and then Edie Windsor, by the way, if you don't know who Edie Windsor is, oh yeah, this woman is amazing. There's this documentary that I watched about two years ago, okay? And it's called, it was, I watched it on um, Netflix. It's called Edie and Thea. And I just watched it because it was an interesting um, interesting uh, documentary about two lesbians who've been together for, like most of their lives, and they really had a great deep love for each other. And one of them starts to deteriorate with Alzheimer's, I think, or dementia I think it's what was Alzheimer's is what it was, and um, as she got older, she got more weak and feeble, or whatever, and she died. And so it was as she was seeing her go through that and helping her through it in the end of their days together. <clears throat> anyway, so I just happened to watch it, and then the following year after she died, she you know came out with a case against DOMA, the Defense of Marriage Act, which was preventing her from um, or requiring her as a result uh, to pay three hundred thousand dollars in estate taxes on her her dead wife's state because they couldn't get married in the state she was in, or it wasn't recognized by the federal government rather. And so because of her, she has, she's was, she was instrumental in helping to uh, overturn Doma in this country. She's an old lady. I think she's like in her eighties and she's really, she's very really pretty actually. And um, she's really cool. I love her personality. If you ever watch the movie, you'll see why, but she's really cool. But um, it goes through their entire lives together pretty much. But, it's uh, So she apparently was voted number three on Time's Person of the Year, um, the 2013 Person of the Year in Time. So she was number three this year, which is awesome, um, and she deserves it. Number one was Pope Francis. Pope Francis, I think, actually deserves it. I don't typically like the pope. This pope is amazing, though, because he has stripped himself down from this figurehead of the papacy, um, that is regaled with um, you know tons of jewelry and tons of stones and rubies and things like that on his, his hands, his rings, and robes of red and velvet with a red carpet going to his throne and um, this huge throne made of gold. That's what the previous pope had. He struck, struck all that down, has a wood throne, got rid of the red carpet. Um, he just wears his regular frock, the black frock, under his pope wardrobe, whatever, a regular silver cross instead of um, gold and not huge and just a silver ring. He doesn't wear other joy. So he actually has stripped himself down to what it's supposed to be about, which is what's supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about, um, you know, people who are popes and people who are uh, monks and things like that are, are supposed to take a vow of chastity and a vow of poverty da, 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 and surrender their lives to God and charity. And so um, he said that he can't really be, uh, an instrument of God. If uh, he's worried about, you know, what kind of ring he's gonna wear and <laughs> how how fancy he looks in his chair or whatever else. So anyway, number two was Edward Snowden. He was number two. Number four was Bashar Assad, and number five was Ted Cruz. What the fuck, Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz is a fucking moron from Texas. The senator is he senator or congressman? I can't remember. He's from Texas. I think he's a senator. And he's the Tea Party guy who uh, beat out our previous senator here and is our new senator, possibly. And is completely anti-gay, hates gay people, things were disgusting and wrong, and uh, is completely batshit crazy, by the way, as well. I mean, he – this guy is fucking nuts. So – For some reason, Time deemed to put this man on the cover, or not the cover, but a number five in the top ten people. Fuck him. I could be number five instead of him. I'd be a better number five than that fucker. Come on. So, unfortunately, that's what they uh, chose this year. So, I'm okay with the Pope, and I'm okay with Edie Windsor. Um, The rest are, and Edward Snowden maybe maybe even, but the rest are sort of iffy, if you ask me. So... Um, And one more thing was, there was a uh, Louisiana city passes an ordinance banning anti-gay discrimination. The Shreveport City Council minutes ago passed an ordinance banning employment, housing, and public space discrimination against LGBT people. The Louisiana city is the state's third largest with about 200,000 residents. The vote tonight was six to one. While the state has no protections for LGBT people, Shreveport becomes the second city in the state after New Orleans to offer a fully inclusive ordinance. Um, so that's wonderful that we're moving forward in Louisiana. Of course, they've got a long way to go otherwise. Instead of we here in Texas, but you know, what the fuck it is, what it is. So, um, that's pretty much all I had to say. tonight. I didn't have much to say. I just wanted to kind of go into, um, what I said about gay clones and about the news. So if you are going to be around tomorrow night, be sure to listen to the crew show. It will be on probably around midnight central time. And be sure to listen to it on thecrewshow.net. And we hope to hear from you soon. Thanks. Good night. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky.